All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to The Jason Greger Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca, your digital home for online gaming excitement, including casino, live dealer, lottery instance, and sport betting. Sign up today at PlayAlberta.ca. Joins us, Joe. How you doing, my man? Hey, Gregor. How are you, my friend? Hey, uh, I am great. Um, big loss for the Bruins in Dallas as a uh, Hampus Lindholm uh, coach announced it today week to week. I was looking at all the numbers like obviously him and McAvoy. It's kind of like one A and one B as far as, you know, minutes and usage and 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 where he's being used. Like this is a pretty big blow, Joe. Do you, I, I don't know. Before we get into to Lindholm, uh, were the Bruins looking for a D-man before this? Do you think they look even harder now at the deadline? Uh, what other positions do you think they're going to be looking at here the next 16 days? Yeah, I, I think, and it's funny, I was I just recorded my podcast this morning, and we were talking about that, and I think we all agreed the biggest need, the biggest priority, the biggest thing they're going to be looking for uh, target-wise, you know, the first thing they need to, uh, box they need to check when, at the trade deadline as far as the player they're going to get as a defenseman, preferably somebody that can play top four minutes, um, is hard-nosed and plays with a little bite in the defensive zone, kills penalties, you know, maybe a little bit of a, an intimidator, that kind of a guy. Okay. Um, so, so they absolutely need somebody uh, on the back end to add to what they already have. You know, they uh, Derek Forbord has struggled with injuries this year. He's missed long periods of time, and he's struggled since he came back. Matt Grizzlick has struggled this year. Uh, Brandon Carlo has been good. Charlie McAvoy has obviously been very solid, aside from a tough November. Uh, Hampus Lindholm, decent season, definitely not as good as he played last year. Um, but like, you know, as you mentioned, he's averaging almost 24 minutes of ice time playing in all situations and really was, has been a horse for them. So removing him from the equation with the other struggling players that they've had right now, 
um, it's just going to add to it. And I think it's going to magnify and really make it clear for everybody, I think, how much they need uh, to add another defenseman. We all know that attrition hits in the playoffs and down the stretch. Uh, and takes away from the back end. So they, they definitely are going to get a look at how badly they need to bring another body in. Um, and it's, it's a big blow for them. But, you know, this, this is why they built up a cushion all year long with all those wins to go through the star- struggles they're going through now. Yeah, you know, they're 2-3-2 two, and two here in that, that seven-game homestand, and, and it wasn't like they were playing, uh, you know, the, the best of the best. Uh, you know, Dallas, obviously, a good team, and they beat them. But, you know, you look at Boston, everybody knows what happened last year, uh, Joe. Is there – do they look and say, you know what, we don't need to, you know, you know bust our balls all the way to, to finish as high as we can. We just – we want to be healthy. We want to be playing well. Not that they would take the foot off the pedal, per se – but do you think there's a different approach in Boston heading down the stretch this year than last? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think they learned a lesson from last year. And, and obviously, look, they were you know chasing history last year and ended up with the best regular season of all time. And I think that was part of the reason they were doing what they did doing and not resting guys as much and really keeping the foot, uh, the pedal down uh, to the metal on the gas all the way to the end of the season. Uh, I think they did learn a lesson from that as far as trying to set themselves up for the playoffs not really mattering as much if they finish first, second, third, whatever. Um, and, and Florida was a good example of that last year, too, you know, just sneaking into the playoffs uh, and then getting all the way to the Stanley Cup final because they were playing the best hockey of the year at the right time of year uh, when it got to the postseason. So I, I think that was part of a lesson uh, that they learned last year. But I think another lesson that they learned last year in the playoffs specifically um, is how much they need uh, heavy physical uh, kind of in-your-face players. They need a few more of those to add to the group that they already have here. Uh, they tried to d- add some physical heavy guys at the deadline with Garnett Hathaway, Dmitry Orlov, um, and, and you know they, they met some success with those players, but I think they need even more uh, of that, and they're a little light in that area when you watch that team as far as pushback. Some of that is the players that they have. Some of that is the fact that uh, Milan Lucic was in the fold in the plan for this year, and, and obviously that's not going to happen. And they plan to have a bigger, heavier, sort of nastier player in the lineup regularly, and he's just not around. They, they don't have that kind of player aside from when they brought in Lucic, so that's a spot that's just vacant that they you weren't able to replace with anybody else. So I, I think they're going to be looking at the deadline for big, heavy defensemen, big, heavy forward to add to what they already have to give them a little bit more of what they're going to need in the playoffs as far as having pushback against other teams when things get a little nasty like they did against Matthew Kachuk and Sam Bennett and the Florida Panthers. And just in general, I think they get pushed around too much by other teams um, and don't have enough of those kind of players that uh, you know are going to be assertive about being the one pushing instead of uh, being the one reacting. And I think they could use that. And that'll be part of the plan at the deadline is kind of learning that lesson from last year too. Joe Haggerty joins us, a uh, beat reporter for the uh, Boston Bruins are in town tonight. So, Joe, I'm assuming McAvoy is going to get the, uh, you know, the, the, I know they're on the road, so you don't get to pick it as much, but I'm sure they'll try to get McAvoy out against the McDavid line as much as they can. But then that leaves, you know, you got two young defensemen, one on each pair, and uh, that means one of those pairings is going to have to see Leon Dreisaitl, who is, uh, who's played quite well here as of late, especially on home ice. Uh, tell us about Mason Laurie, who's going to play with Carlo, and then Parker Watherspoon with Forbert. Uh, do you like one of the uh, the young guys better than the other? Or are they both equal? Well, I think as far as defensive assignments, Watherspoon is not going to hurt you as much. Okay. Uh, he's pretty solid defensively. He's a low-risk kind of defenseman, sort of a stay-at-home guy. He's not going to be a high-event player by any means. 
Uh, but he, he, he plays a smart game. And, uh, you know, he's been a surprise this year. He was expected to be a depth player down in the AHL. Uh, but he came up and played so well when injuries happened that he's kind of worked himself into the rotation. And he's been solid. Um, Mason Lowry is a very gifted offensive defenseman um, that takes a lot of risks, that has still some a lot of work to do in the defensive zone, especially around the front of the net. He's obviously got great size. He's like 6'3", 6'4", over 200 pounds. So eventually you would think he's going to be able to handle himself in the D zone uh, once he learns his lessons as a young player. But right now... Um, he makes a lot of the mistakes that a young defenseman will make. He pinches sometimes at the wrong times. He will take risks at times in games, especially in situations where it's not necessary, like when they're trying to protect a one-goal lead. And he definitely can be taken advantage of around the net in in the defensive zone. Um, And and that's something it's going to be interesting to see the matchups against the Edmonton Oilers and to see how they work it. Because the Bruins have a number of defensemen, uh, especially with Lindholm out, that can be picked on and exploited uh, defensively. You know, whether it's Lowry, um, whether it's uh, Kevin Shattenkirk when he's in there, Matt Grizzlick certainly when he's in there as well. Like, those kind of guys can get picked on um, defensively for sure. So, uh, and for like I said before, Forbert has kind of struggled this year with a, a lower body injury that's dogged him, and he has not been playing as well as he has in years past, both penalty kill and 5 on 5 uh, so that's something to watch as well. But, uh, it, you know, it, it'll be interesting to watch what's going to happen tonight because, you know, the, the goals against are good for the Bruins. And uh, on the outside looking in, you would think they're playing pretty good defensive hockey. But their de- defense and their defensemen specifically have not played great this year. They've been bailed out a lot yeah. uh, by their goalies uh, who have been sensational. They've allowed a lot of odd man rushes, a lot of breakaways, a lot of mental mistakes. And I think that's something a good offensive team like Edmonton, especially if they're playing at the top of their game, could take advantage of. Um, the Bruins rotate their goalies fairly even. They did in the playoffs yeah. last year, Joe. They get to the playoffs this year. Have they learned their lesson, or do you think they're going to try to run with one guy again? Well, I mean, they say the right things because we've asked about this, that they are very open to rotating the goalies, and that's kind of their intention um, this year. But I would suspect... Yeah, I, Jeremy Swayman has moved a little bit ahead of Linus Allmark as far as the pecking order goes this year. He's having an all-star season. He's really a breakout performer this year. I think he's been better than Allmark, even though they've both been very good. He's been a little better than Allmark for the balance of the season. So I would suspect that Swayman is going to get the start in game one. And if he plays really well, I, I really doubt that they're going to go away from him and start Allmark in game two. If he has 35 saves, the Bruins win 2-1 to one in game one. You know, he plays like he has all season long. Are you really just going to say, you know what, we're going to put him aside, we're going with Lee and Mark for game two? I think that's really difficult for a coach uh, to do that uh, and to go away from a goalie that looks like he's playing really well, especially if he's been kind of your – they call him Bulldog. That's uh, Swayman's nickname. Yeah. Uh, if if he, he looks like that in game one, how do you go away from that in game two? And frankly, um, Mark has been the guy that's gotten the game one starts the last couple of years and has gotten a long run in the playoffs, and then they've thrown Swayman into some really difficult situations later on in the series where it's kind of a no-win for him. You know, him getting tossed into Game 7 yeah. last year against Florida was really difficult. Yes. So I would like to see, or I think a lot of people would like to see, Swayman get some run in the postseason to see what he can do, um, you know, and let him sort of prove what he can do as a playoff performer because he hasn't gotten that chance yet. So. Okay. You know, in theory, they talk about rotating the goalies, but I wonder if in practice that's actually what's going to happen. Yeah, totally fair. 
Um, what about, like I was actually looking lately, the, the Bruins are actually scoring more goals here, even though they're losing more, but they're actually scoring more goals. So is offense not that much of a concern? You know, even though they lost Bergeron and Krejci, they, they really haven't lost a ton offensively, at least from the outside. Do you still think they need to improve their center position or is defense the, the major one and that's where they're going to focus? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Yeah, I think defense is the focus. And, and honestly, center has been okay. Charlie Coyle has stepped in and, you know, he's slumping a little bit lately. But he was he came in and basically this season has stepped into Patrice Bergeron's offensive role as far as the production he was giving as far as being a really good penalty killer, a good two-way center, a guy that's got some chemistry with Martian. They played really well together. So, like, he stepped in, and Zach has been pretty solid too, uh, and they've kind of mitigated that need for this top-six center. Everybody was talking about Elias Lindholm all year, and there really wasn't that much fervor for him when he was about to get traded because the, the centers that they had, the veteran guys, have been playing so well. I, I do think, though, you have to take a long, hard look at what they've looked like since the All-Star break, where Jake DeBrusque doesn't have a point, where Charlie Coyle has, I think, one goal and he's been a minus player, where um, you know th- there's a few different guys they have not gotten any production from. And frankly, uh, Marchand only has a goal and Posnack only has two. Um, and as some of the other guys that they're relying on for secondary scoring have not been as strong uh, coming out of the All-Star break. So I think that's something they're going to have to look at and say, do we need to add any more here uh, to what we already have? Are we missing like one top six uh, forward type? But I'm with you. I I think I've seen enough offense out of this team. I think there are other areas where they really need to to fill in and and add defense and, and physicality, heaviness, nastiness. I think those are two big areas where they're going to need more of that into the playoffs. I think at this point they kind of have what they need uh, offensively. They're not, you know, they're not last year's team where they're just going to blow doors on other teams and destroy them offensively and overwhelm them with their depth. But I think they have enough to win in the playoffs, especially if they can get both of their special teams units out of the funks that they're in right now, because both the power play and the penalty kill since coming back from the all-star break have struggled for the Bruins. Joe, as always, great stuff, man. We appreciate it. Uh, We'll talk to you around trade deadline again. Thanks for this. 
Thanks, Gregor. Anytime, bud. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.